Welcome back to the Wellness Cast with Robin Walser. Robin, you've given us some general information about ACT. I wonder if you could tell us how ACT might help people with specific problems. One of the most common problems out there is anxiety. Suppose I'm a warrior. I'm always thinking something catastrophic might happen. Maybe I find social situations hard. I avoid them or second guess everything I say in conversation. How can you help me? Well, first we would look at the relationship that you have with your anxiety. And for many individuals, that relationship is one of, I need to get this anxiety under control uh, in order to function well. I need to manage this so that others don't see it. And they get highly invested in organizing their internal experience so that it seems they can function. But probably in your own experience, and as as you've talked with others, managing anxiety is challenging. And part of what happens is that we start to have anxiety about our anxiety and fear about our anxiety. So now you've got twice the problem. And uh, you might worry about your anxiety, which adds to the problem, and it, it grows. And so we want to undermine the desire to manage or control, being willing to, uh, inviting uh, clients or people in therapy to be willing to feel what they feel when they feel it, noticing the individual aspects of anxiety, racing heart, perhaps, sweating, perhaps, uh, feeling that nervousness inside, and that the feelings themselves experientially are not damaging or harmful. It's our relationship with them that becomes problematic. And so part of what we want to do is undermine the need to control and we'll use exercises like mindfulness exercises, awareness exercises in order to help people be experientially present to themselves without needing to run. So there's a number of uh, different kinds of things that we would do in psychotherapy to help people be present with themselves. It's exposure in a way to your own internal experience and uh, that you can move with anxiety. You don't need to eliminate it before you can live well. Hmm. That That is so interesting. And do you say the same thing about other challenging thoughts and feelings like anger? Well, um, anger typically is a control strategy itself, not always, but a good amount of the time when folks are feeling angry, it's often that they're not liking another experience that they're having. So maybe their feelings were hurt uh, or they're feeling vulnerable. And so, and you can see this definitely happening in the work setting where maybe something that you worked hard on was rejected, or maybe you're up for promotion and you may not get it. Like there's a, I'm just thinking of different work situations where these kinds of emotional experiences could show up. And because we don't like those feelings of fear and vulnerability, we often get angry instead. And the problem with anger is it can pull you into behaving in ways that get you in trouble in the work setting. If, if people are willing to feel the vulnerability and 
speak to that, although they don't need to um, physically speak to it, but be present to it and do what's values-based, they're much more likely, I think, to be successful than to uh, move forward with anger and end up in uh, very challenging situations at work and their home life, too. Yes. Can you just give an example? When you say values, values-based, I know what that means for me, but can you just talk a little bit about that, what that might mean for clients, some examples of different values that people might have that they men, might then want to line up with their actions? Yeah, so uh, let's take, for instance, and we can either draw this to link it to colleagues at work or to per- interpersonal relationships almost anywhere. Let's say that you've chosen the value of being loving. And when I think about values, these are broad, abstract concepts of how we want to live in the world and what we want to stand for. And typically, they're also socially based, uh, but we want people to choose them freely. And so we will go through a number of exercises to help people really define and clarify what it is that they want to be about what it is that their values are, and then ask questions about what are the behaviors or the actions that you could take that line up with those values. So for instance, if your value is to be kind or loving, and yet you're getting angry you're, and, behave, and acting out on that anger, then probably the values that you would like to see happen are not unfolding. You're, instead of creating closeness in relationships, you're creating distance in relationships. And so what we want to do is have people be willing to feel the vulnerability or the anxiety and do the behavior that's about being kind or loving. And those are, can be defined in a number of ways. So let's say that if someone close to me has hurt me in some way and, my, and I'm feeling anger, In that moment, I want to be aware. This is why mindfulness is important to practice. I want to acknowledge the the anger and what's underneath it, show up to what's underneath it, and then choose an action that's values consistent. So rather than yelling, I might say to the person is, I'm feeling a bit vulnerable in this moment. I need to take a break and gather my thoughts. Can I come back? So you've chosen an action that's more consistent with how you want to behave and less um, pulled around or bullied by an emotion or thought. So act is, in, in a way, it's really about actions, what we do in the world, so more than what we're thinking internally. Precisely. So from the act perspective, thoughts are highly related to action, but they're not causal. So you can have thoughts and do actions that are different from those thoughts. They're not, uh, simply having thoughts is not the determiner of your behavior. Although that's hard to disentangle because much of our thinking comes along with the behaviors that we're doing. But if you start looking at things from a mindful and aware place, you can see that you have thousands of thoughts in a day, 
many of them are not controlling your behavior. Uh, and indeed, if you're mindful, none of them need to. And you can start taking action outside of that um, a specific thought that seems to be telling you to do something, especially if doing that something is harmful to yourself or another. This concludes part two of our wellness cast with Robin Walser. To hear how ACT handles trauma and to get our practice exercise of the week, click on part three.